you know, have you ever got that feeling of satisfaction when you see something or some team that's so arrogant get humbled? <laughs> so oh, Donald I, Trump? Like, no, I don't know if that. Not I sure where that. you're going with this. Okay, listen. We might lose some of the North American viewers, but all my internationals, all my soccer lovers, you get me. As a disclaimer, I absolutely hate Chelsea. I hate them with a passion. <laughs> but the arrogance that Manchester City was showing before the final on Saturday, and then the lost, mm-hmm. oh, it made me so happy. The fact that, like, yeah, we're just going to walk it. Like, it's ours. Like, bro, we are the champs. We're the best team ever. We are the greatest coach of all time. It's ours. Our name is written there. And then they lost. Convincingly. <laughs> like, I don't I'm, think it's just me. I'm <laughs> more I'm more baffled at how the fact that Chelsea as an underdog won actually yeah. broke the record for most North American viewerships of a Champions League soccer game. Which is like that's crazy that <laughs> They lost, but they not only lost, they lost and brought more fans to soccer by losing. So, oh, like City? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let, let me explain it for the two white people so they get it, right? <laughs> Think of it Fire like away. this. Let's say it's like... It's the equivalent of Toronto Maple Leafs going, we're going to win this and then never winning yes. anyways. Exactly that. Exactly that. And then we have to sprinkle in some new money, some oil corruption money for City. Okay, and... so we're not, okay, correction, we're not the Maple Leafs. Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Like, okay, no, no, we're going to stick with the Maple Leafs because they had the Aggies that they thought they were going to win. I would have said the Dallas Cowboys. That's probably more accurate. Like, I, I don't know how you translate to, to American sports because, like, or the Los Canada Angeles copy. Lakers, pretty much. Okay. Any big okay. team that is and, just overpowered. Yeah, but like the thing is, like one, both teams are just the epitome of why I hate capitalism in sports. That's true. Yes, fair. Right. So like, I shouldn't feel happy, but like, I I do, right? And like, it's kind of the same, I guess, in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> where like they're both evil. The dogs are Tottenham like, fans. Yeah. Yeah, rooting for the lesser evil to win. And afterwards, what like... What is a little I'm, less evil? I'm satisfied, but I still feel disgusted inside. It's like, okay, correction. It's like, both are sociopaths. You got Ted... Okay, just put it this way. For all the murderinos out there, you've got Ted Bundy on one side and, and Jeffrey Dahmer on the other. I honestly are... thought you were going to say Ted Cruz on one side. <laughs> <laughs> the murderous Ted Cruz. I'm like, well. Uh, Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer, both are horrible people. But it's like, who's the little less evil in that situation? And it's like, which side do I choose? Very <laughs> none. Cause no, like... none. <laughs> How do you even rank the evil people, right? Like the okay, serial killer scale. There's actually a like a psychological scale for it. Number one, like the highest level, is Ted Bundy. Oh really? Okay, okay. So if Ted Bundy's not listen, one, it's like wait. it's like you're stuck in a cinema during a seismic event, and the only two movies are available are Army of the Dead and the first Justice League movie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I will take Army of the Dead over Justice League. I'm sorry. Be bad. But wait, wait, before or just sit in the dark and scare the black screen. Stand at black screen. Hold up. When Pam? Yes. The serial killer skill. When you put Dalmatians? Did I put Dalmatians? Murderous CGI Dalmatians. Murderous CGI okay, Dalmatians. I have a bone to pick with the murderous CGI Dalmatians. And this is going to kind of spoiler. We're just going to hop right in here. Um, how did they not go over the cliff when they killed the woman? <laughs> because. Just because. Because. Disney logic. Do we even have a transition or no? Just like, how do you no. transition to Cruella? Or unless you do the terrible We need the like, cut from the music. 
Wait, look at the car I just got. It's called a devil. No, it's, it's pronounced, pronounced devil. devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel yeah. like we need the cut of the music from the original 101 Dalmatians here. We need to start this show. I'm done. <laughs> I'm actually done for this movie. There's a... Welcome to Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi. Is it pronounced Devil or Deville? Sumwaka. Michael Navakshinov. <laughs> and Pam Henshark. I was trying to think of something, like, funny to throw in there, and I just, I couldn't. Yeah, you see, that funny. this is where no, this story starts. And we'll start, oh, yes, we'll start from the beginning, when I was born as a baby. But I'll show you a necklace that isn't really important in the grand scheme of things because a simple DNA test can tell me who my real mother is. It was 1964 <laughs> or something, you or just like need the late me. 50s. You just need 23 and me. Yeah. Is <laughs> 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 it? Who needs 100 Dalmatians when you just have 23 and me? Oh. <laughs> Well, that would have been a good one. And you see, the most important aspect of my story is that a bald butler was the man who saved me all along. He is the hero of my story, and not my mother who lied to me all my life and got killed by a dog. A Dalmatian dog. A devil. <laughs> okay, I'm Fun fact. <laughs> Dalmatians are actually one of the high like can't think of what nasty. it's called they're nasty they can be real nasty they're not recommended for first time dog owners Let's we're here that. to talk about this movie because I started out this movie and I, I, I wasn't liking it I wasn't enjoying it but I was like okay you know what I'm gonna stop after the first 20 minutes and then continue later and just see how it goes and then I watched the rest of this movie and I actually kind of liked it. <laughs> I know, right? This movie was actually a bait and switch. Yeah. It looked like it was going to be bad, and then it actually kind of wasn't. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I actually yes. kind of liked this movie. Yes, I think. I don't know if you want to do your spiel before we jump into initial thoughts or not. Oh, I started my initial thoughts already. That was me okay. starting it. So, three, three of the four like this movie. I... I think this movie is like the last couple of Disney live action movies. It's not bad. It's not good. It exists, and I'll probably forget about it. See, oh yeah, it was see, it was just I entertaining. Didn't say I liked it. Yeah. It is exactly. Liked it. It. I said I did not hate it. <laughs> we are yeah, all on the same page by the sound yeah. of it. Yeah, well, I just, same page. it's just like <laughs> it's like asking the magic eight ball, and it's like ask again later. Okay, so yeah. and then I guess I can re like dive into it. Like, here's the thing. I thought all the performances are actually pretty good. Yes, we agree. Like Emma Stone as Cruella, yo. If Emma Stone yeah, was Emma not Stone. Cruella, this would be a different. We would be doing a different podcast here. Yeah, so. we'd be doing yeah. A different Emma yeah. Stone sold me as Cruella when she was like, "My mom was killed by a dog." I was like, "This is stupid," but I believe but, you. But I my get only, it. I just, I, my only negative with Emma Stone. Actually, I think this is... I was thinking about this after. Um, she played... I felt like I liked the way she played Cruella, but I think that's because she played it a lot how... What's her name? Angelina Jolie played Maleficent. They had a lot of very similar tones in their acting. Yeah, the way, but... Like the way they delivered their lines. But the difference and, is Maleficent's... I guess Angelina Jolie's Maleficent was more, she was more, re, I, want, I don't want to say regal, regal but she was more, was. like, refined, right? Whereas yeah. um, Emma Stone's Cruella is more, like, it's more, yeah, it's more like a tiger, like she's a tigress, rather, if, that, if I can say that. Was more like, she has more fire than, because, like, Angelina I, I Jolie is, like, means. cool and collected, 
And then Emma Stone is just more like, I will cut you if you <laughs> if you mess like, with I'm me. I'm not like, I'm just like, I get that. But I'm just saying the way she delivered her lines, I could see kind of two halves mm-hmm. of, a, uh, of a mirror there, right? Pam is attacking an actress for taking inspiration. <laughs> no, and I, I just, I just, that was my one thing is like, I noticed they yeah. were very similar yeah. and not that that's a hundred percent bad thing, but it's like, also just kind of like, she could have played. Or, or maybe because they're both British. I don't know if you're talking about the characters being both British or. or I, don't know. I don't know. Oh, no, I mean the actresses yeah, are both British. No, Emma Stone's American. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Is she actually? Uh, I actually. She's actually American. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, I really enjoyed huh. the performance. She's so for dumb. some for some reason, I always thought she was British. I don't know why I always. I thought think that. you're thinking about Emma Watson. Oh yeah. yes, okay, that's why. That's why. Every yes. junior high boy's crush of our generation, apparently, was oh, Emma Watson. I about this movie. Yes. Yeah, but next really? I liked about this oh. movie. Interesting. I like the music. Yes. Music fit. I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't pay much attention to the music. I, I just. I was a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. like after a while, it just zoned out. out. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. I bad. liked the kind of era, like not the era, but like how they kept the move. Oh god, music. why is words so hard today? <laughs> um, kept the music. The yes, to 70s, early 70s, London. Also, My... also, oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. We're not doing this again this week, Sam. <laughs> no, it was because you know, of the... the... When I was making the edited version, I had to fuck, I had to cut you out so many times just so we could get a string of Pam talking. <laughs> like, it was a problem, and I want you to know that. <laughs> That's why Pam, I said we're on. not doing this again this week. Carry on. Um... <laughs> My issue with the music was the end version of basically Cruella DeVille's kind of theme song that was established in like the very first 101 Dalmatians. I did not like the ver- the version they used, but that's just oh. personal preference. I was just kind of like, really? This is what you're going to do with this? Was yeah. that the credits song? Yeah. I mean, okay, I, un- I unironically kind of like that, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I was gonna say is, this movie does deserve an Oscar, though, in my opinion, for costume uh, design. Costume design, I'm gonna say it that. deserves yes. it. One hundred, one thousand percent deserves an Oscar for the costume garbage design. Garbage bag dress, like oh, that was that so was good. Cool. <laughs> the train of garbage afterwards. I was like, you sold me. That was cool. <laughs> that you was cool. I had a little bit, like, I thought wardrobe design was wonderful. There was a few things that, and this is me just being a little picky. Um, I didn't feel, and it, it was enough of that, it showed that it was 70s based. Like, it showed very 70s couture. Um, and actually, further researching this and checking my dates, I was off on when the mod period was, um, which is actually late 60s. But I just felt the early 70s, it was didn't feel early 70s enough to me, other than the couture pieces. But the ending outfit that she, that Corella had was, like, perfect. It was actually very similar to the one, like, a more updated style, that the Glenn, the Glenn Close Corella costume from the early 2000s. I thought that was a very nice nod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was just more... Um, cause I think while watching this, um, me and Kaya laughed over the fact that the Baroness actually reminded us so much of my mom in a way, cause li- <laughs> literally, literally like just, I feel so sorry for Kaya if that's how your mother is, Sam. Oh, your no. mother is terrifying. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So for, for our, for our listeners out there. My mother's a fashion designer, right? So this movie, I, I had such a strong connection to this movie because literally I understood why some of the characters, mostly, I guess, Cruella's character and the Baroness's character, I understood the premise or of the um, 
I guess the I understood why they were the way they were, if that makes sense, right? Like people, especially in the fashion industry, have this kind of cutthroat like attitude towards like their business and that's how they survive literally okay <laughs> so you're saying yeah. your mom's just cutthroat in the business world and you're not calling her a psychopath no 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 that's not what i what okay so what i meant to say what i meant by that is literally the first scene you see the baroness in when they're in the warehouse and she's looking through everything and then she literally tells all of the designers that oh yeah like all of what you guys have made is useless and she just like she basically rips down all the papers off the notice board that's my mom like you will spend maybe like three weeks four weeks designing a dress and she just look at it and be like mm, i i just nah, don't like it like yeah this <laughs> like like that was i connected with that so much because i'm like i grew up in this yes this i feel makes like a the line get me another it's perfectly there yeah right and then it'll be like the most outlandish like the guy who ended up uh, being, like, big working for my mom was, he was, like, from nowhere. He was just, like, a dude from, like, Northern Lagos who, like, made, I, I think the, fir the first thing he made was, like, a men's, like, um, informal wear, like, at, with the African, like, dashiki design for my dad, I think. Here's and that's when my mom just hired him on the spot. And I was like, huh. So, like, they, like, they look for, like, some inspiration from something... That's like very un, like un, 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 yeah, unfamiliar. I think that's the best way to put it. And um, it's like, and okay, that's, yeah. We've all seen Fashion Week. We all know how non-functional those outfits are off the runway. Oh, yeah. yeah, but that's, that's not the point. The point of, like, fashion becomes art event. It's almost like being a painter, right? That's exactly like if, it. Yeah. At some point. Art, and it doesn't have to yeah. mean it functional. Exactly. Like at some point, instead of making clothes, like you go from a, as a designer, you go, you start by making functional clothes for people. And then the bigger you get, the more it becomes art, right? Like the deeper you get into it. It's kind of like making uh, Fast and Furious movies and then you go on and make Nomadland. So it's the same premise here. Uh... <laughs> wow. No. We talked about that. Yeah, pretty much. So I like I I loved I loved that about this film. That was I connected with that so hard. It was great. Um, I appreciated. Sorry, what yes, was that? Sorry. I I missed what you guys said. <laughs> I just so. this is building off Sam's fashion point. I appreciated the like that scene where she's like staring at the needle while she's sewing. As someone who sews a lot and a lot of her clothes, that attention to detail and like you don't realize how close you're getting into your sewing machine or your sewing needle until you're like almost taking off your own nose. I thought that <laughs> was really, yeah, exactly. I thought that was really fun the way they did that because anyone who sews knows that you're blind by the time you're like 35. <laughs> I, I watched my grandma do that a lot. <laughs> Go right up to the sewing machine. Right up close. <laughs> Okay, next point. The plot is actually not that bad. It's very predictable, hmm. at, ex except for the Dalmatians committing murder. That was a, yeah. Murder dogs? <laughs> no, I'm glad you brought up the point because it's not a bad storyline. Yes, predictable, but... I think probably one of the better done storylines recently by Disney. Maybe. Definitely aided by the performances. Yeah, mm -hmm. the performances yeah, performance So, if I don't think they're caught on to what I'm trying to say, everything this movie has done, we either think is good, great, or is passable. Like, it's aided by it, right? Mm -hmm. But I just can't help but think that this thing falls into that Disney live action trap where it's just not memorable. Mm -hmm. it's, okay, so it's, it's missing... very well done. Yeah. yeah. But there's no novelty there. That's the, the difference. Last Disney movie that was memorable and well done was Beauty and the Beast. Live action? Of, live action. 
I'll even argue no. I'm, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. I, I agree with you. It's good, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's memorable. See, that's the last one, at least for me. Was I Beauty think, and the that's Beast. Personal. And the maybe, only, maybe Cinderella, but the only other than mem- that, yeah. just, eh. I think the, the only memorable like, one. To me, is Jungle Book. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say Jungle Book uh, as live action sits at that top of the tin. Pretty much kickstarted this whole live action yeah. renaissance, right? Where they're like, we're gonna make all these live action movies. But like, there's See, something even... about them that is missing. Where the, they're technically not, except for Lion King. No, them are technically that was just bad Lion King movies. was just bad. <laughs> I haven't seen Jungle Book, so maybe I should watch it and then we'll revisit this oh. conversation. Idris Elba as Shere Khan still sends chills up my spine. It just it um, it was very unnatural. So you brought up the CGI animals and you brought up um, the Dalmatians. Yes, the Dalmatians Sam mentioned in um, Lion King. You know what? I know a lot of people like, and I know animals can't necessarily be trained to do a lot of certain things, but I am sick of seeing cgi'd animals and things because the way they move and interact just looks like they look cgi in there and it just that can be fixed and they need to do a better job then because i could tell like those dogs like just there was this movements about them that i was like okay no that's not no 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 (laughs) fix it that's a budget thing right because mm-hmm. disney they the have a limited budget but, but they charge us 30 for this movie they're not going to assign the unlimited budget to just a bunch of dogs right that yeah, that's, really that's matters true. the story but in the i don't i didn't see the lion king oh uh, okay wait lion king lion king animals actually looked amazing but mm-hmm. talk, i think sam's sam you've seen lion king right yes they had that uncanny valley when they started talking Mm-hmm. They did that, that's what ruined it. What it boils down yeah. to. They didn't yeah. emote. They were too real lion... that it was just weird when they talked. It was weird. If you <laughs> saw them as still or them walking around, it was fine. Mm-hmm. As soon as they started doing stuff, it was like, oh no, take it back. This is creepy. Yeah. So that was that was an uncanny valley problem. With this one, it's just the animators didn't have enough time, so they didn't get the physics right because the textures were fine, right? Yeah, the rendering fine. was fine. If you took a still shot of those dogs, they looked real. Yeah, but it's more the moment the they moved, the yeah, the movement is the hardest part to get right because you the way the animators do that is they just model it after real life. They just get reference footage and superimpose it and. Do and that, here's right? me just going, use real dogs. Dogs they, are capable yeah. of running. They really yeah, they have four legs for a reason. Funny. But is a dog capable of drop kicking someone off a cliff and surviving? Okay, we yeah. aren't talking about that because no, they would fall with them. <laughs> There's no, there's no way they're gonna be like jump on this person's chest and then magically backflip back onto the, okay. the cliff while I'm she gonna, falls off to her death. I'm gonna address the dog kicking incident. I yeah. feel like that was also the filmmaker's way of paying some level of homage to the comedic factor of Cruella's like story, right? Because yeah, like, let's 100%. not forget. Yeah, like, let's not forget the original Cruella is, like, just this crazy, like, coon who, like, drives a, <laughs> drives yeah. a station wagon and crashes into everything in sight, drives right? So, bill. Yeah, <laughs> so, so it makes sense that, Get like, it right, her, Sam. yeah, it, it makes sense that her backstory would involve, like, a Dalmatian dropkicking the woman who wow. raised her. Yeah, like, it just, I think that's just them being, like, just in case people ask, this is why she doesn't like Dalmatians you know or something. I did you know? like how they brought, like we were talking about the Dalmatians, how they brought in the whole, oh my god, she skinned my dogs for coats aspect. Right. Because that's something we grew up with, that Corella DeVille wanted 101 Dalmatians to make dog skin coats. Mm-hmm. I, I, this, the thing with like, the dog kicking scene, it's so stupid, but... And, like, you worry about it. Like, that's the first 10 minutes of the movie, and you worry, like, okay, this movie's probably going to be stupid, and I'll hate yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But it's not. That's it's kind just of like, it. Is it? Yeah. It, it adds this humor factor about it. When, like, the scene when the countess, or whatever it is, right? When the baroness. Like, yeah. The baroness. When Quill is like, oh, you killed my mom. And the baroness is like, okay, that doesn't narrow it down at all. 
That was funny. That was really funny. Hold up. The fact that your dog's drum kicks on off a cliff, and that's not memorable. And that was Tuesday. <laughs> but yeah. apparently it happens. So the dogs have practiced this a lot, apparently. They have. You know, <laughs> honestly, I would have much rather, like, I know it's supposed to be funny, maybe a little bit conquerly. I would have almost much rather have her call the dogs and the dogs be, like, in her face, jumping at her, kind of more, like, not jumping on her, but, like, maybe attacking her. She fall like, she's not, she's forced back against the railing. The railing breaks, crumbles away, or she just slips and falls back over the railing over no. a dog yeah. drop kicking no. her over the railing no well, but you're you're, that. you're missing the point though that like again i think that was a directorial choice to have that it, just oh, to I'm have took me out of the yeah. movie i don't care it actually <laughs> yeah. adds into the movie for me more because with your version it makes it seem like oh it was an accident while the dog's drop kicking is like a hundred percent i want my dog to drop kick you off this also, cliff <laughs> Also, if, like, the way Pam's, the way, the, the way, like, Pam's, okay, okay. So, this woman out here trained her dogs to drop kick people <laughs> off a cliff. Yes. Like, as you think about it, it it's funnier and better. She's a so- sociopath or psychopath? I'm trying to think which she's is right. She's, she's a psycho. Yes. <laughs> a psycho. <laughs> um... I, I want to say, like, I appreciate that because it, it's more or less you don't want to you don't want to, them to make this movie something serious because there would have been a lot of backlash if like the like imagine having like a Joker movie type tone in this. It, it just wouldn't feel right because it'd be like, oh, wow, like this went dark real quick. Like I, that's what we'd be talking about if that was the case. Right. So I think it was a awesome, good yeah. decision that it was more of like a like crime thriller comedy if that makes sense because it and like especially it fits the dynamic of the whole like upstaging each other at fashion shows and things like that it just it it's more one, impactful one thing i did like bringing up the crime thing is i like how they established the relationship with corella horace and jasper because that is something we do not see in the original films mm-hmm. and i know this is a backstory but like we don't see that all we know is Horace and Jasper are two guy hitmen, essentially, that Corella have da- hired to dognap these dogs. Whereas here, it's like you can see that they're just two hooligans that she met up with and she was orphaned. And they've kind of grown up. And the way they establish also her and Anita's relationship, because I know, like... Anita and her in the original movies were like, oh, she's an old friend for, of school, but I didn't, don't feel that in the original movies, whereas this, like, oh, okay, this makes sense that they're meeting in school and then somewhere down the line their paths cross again. I mean, I, I don't really, I'm going to be honest, I don't really care that they connect too much to the, you know, cartoons or source material because yeah. one one could make the argument that this is just like a, a an alternate reality or like a different, oh. like it doesn't have oh. to... I don't know. A hundred percent is an alternate reality. The yeah. Fact that she gave away two Dalmatians. It's like, yeah, but like the crew from the cartoons will be like, I'll breed, breed these dogs so I can skin them later or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, land like that or like something, right? Like you have coats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because exactly. like, I think I did have like a complaint about, it's a complaint I have about a lot of movies and like a lot of stuff when you have a, Kaido that has already been established as one race being changed to another one. Like, no, that shouldn't work like that. That's just pandering. And, mm-hmm. like, it's fake wokeness. That's the term I use, right? But yeah. if, if you think about it as an alternate reality, then I'm fine with Anita now being black. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah, exactly. Because we're not establishing, like, this is, like, this universe of, like, the cartoon series, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, like, honestly, when it's, like, a cartoon over to a live action, that doesn't, it like what people would call colorblind casting or whatever, that doesn't bug me. It's more when they do historical characters, like actually like people who existed in real world in history, then it's a little kind of like, okay, I don't always agree with the colorblind casting aspect, but I mean, each his own and everyone needs to be represented in Hollywood. Yeah. I've, sometimes I just want to think like, like you can create a character like that. It's kind of like when people argue about like having a black Superman, and I'm mean, like, that's cool and everything, but what about static 
Is it static lightning or static? Oh, like static shock. Yeah, yeah, static shock. That black mm-hmm. superhero. Like, he yeah. exists. Black lightning exists. Even Calder from Atlantis yeah. like, exists as well. So, yeah, you know? I get that part. But, like, that's just my little thing. That's Like, at first I was kind of annoyed with Anita being black. But it's kind of like the rest of this movie. By tomorrow, I just won't really care. Yeah, cause... thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, like this movie is gonna get. I don't want to say it's gonna get deleted from my mind, but like, I'll it's probably never good. watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I'll never watch this I movie think, again. I do think it's sort of a good study in dialogue, though, because the dialogue in this movie was really crisp. That's yes, what stuck out yes, most, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way the characters interacted, like, you know, the part. There's a part in the middle of the movie where. It's uh, Mark Strong's character is like, and this is how you were born. He goes on that whole info dump about her birth and her past and whatnot. Like that was so, that was bad dialogue. And it was bad because, or not because, but it was bad enough that I went, wait a minute. I've actually like been believing everything they're saying. And now that this guy is like narrating to me the backstory, I'm like, wait a minute. This is, this doesn't fit with the rest of the movie, right? Yeah. Like, here's that the was... law that here's us hand holding for all the dumb people to get what's going on. Because <laughs> literally, could, they could have just thought that, like, the baroness is your mom. That's all they had to say, right? Yeah. But they went on. Here's the, the birth certificate story. since you don't have to believe it. Baroness is your yeah. mom. Here's your birth certificate. We gave you away because she wanted to kill you. That's all we needed to know. Not even. You didn't, you didn't have to say she wanted to kill you. It, at this point, like how that the baroness is, like it's like, yeah, I will believe that. That's she that. just gave you away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, really, we... I really liked how all the characters every every single time, uh, the baroness and Cruella were like in the same room. There was like this power struggle going on between them. Yes, like, that, that was, was very well that's done. Just, that's just that's good writing. Mm-hmm. So it's like on one hand, the story is very very sort of just cut and dry it's not it's not particularly surprising or engaging in that sense mm-hmm. but everything that exists within the framework of the plot is just so exceptionally well done it kind of gives me two opinions of this movie right mm-hmm. and like, i feel like it does exists. it does that okay. too in such a way that even you know like you don't have to be like a fashion like follower or like a fashion culture follower to really get into it because it's no, you already yeah, understand the stakes yeah you understand what's yeah. happening which is yeah very well done i i agree with that for sure yeah like for me it's like the movie exists right and then there's the performances yes and yeah. the performances are just something else like that's that high level budget taking the the, the act into something else Emma Stone as Cruella, amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's Emma Thompson as the Baroness, amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. You got Jasper and Horace. Uh, like, those Joel, are really good. Joel Fry, uh, Paul Walter Hauser, actually. He's also American. He played um, uh, Horace, I believe. Was it Horace? Yes, he played Horace. Um, he yeah. was great as Horace because he. I quite oh, enjoyed Horace's character all around. Like, I I, I got it. What? Fat guy or the skinny guy? Uh, he was the he was the fat. Uh, yeah, he, I I appreciate that they tossed him that he might be a Tottenham fan. That was act. That was just so great. Might to just be. Add he is to... a Tottenham fan. <laughs> I appreciated that. Um, but also, just in case you guys didn't notice, he was also in Black K Klansman and The Five Bloods, too. Who was he? he... Um, in the Five Bloods, he was uh, he was one of the tourists at the party that uh, was talking to the other the other character, the the younger guy that was trying to like get a hand. The he was with the oh. French people. Yeah, I remember him. Mm-hmm. I don't. And then in Black K Klansman, he was uh, he was like the one like kind of shy cop that. Uh, kind of like was in the middle of like the racist cop and. And uh, John David Washington's character, and just trying to like, he's just he was just like the klutz of the precinct at the time. He played very like small roles in those. He wasn't, yeah. But one thing I just thought I it's cool. Up Hold up, let me that... just quickly say last thing about performances before we move on to plans. But I think the only performance I didn't enjoy was Mark Strong. Really, I, he, yeah. he kind of does play the same character though. 
Not even yeah. plays the same character. Like I've seen him in other roles where he's been like amazing, right? And then this movie's kind of like a background character for so long. And hey, then a he does his little info dump. A paycheck is a paycheck, like, you know. A paycheck is a paycheck. But I was like, <laughs> kind of wasting Mark Strong here. Yeah, I do like him as an actor, but he I, really was an actor. Yeah, he literally could be anyone else. He did not have to be Mark Strong. I feel like if he was the butler or whatever to the assistant to the Baroness, he would have had a bit more sass. Because mm-hmm. it seems like anybody who is like weak-willed just got cut from her circle immediately. Well, right? I think the seemed... whole premise is that he was actually employed by the bear, like the Baron, not the Baroness, right? Like he's probably yeah, like a but, an but established. Like he he yeah. still would have been cut out. Because... Well, been I just who she exactly. Is. I just imagine he's, he's like the Alfred of like the family, right? He's probably like okay, yeah. even if he's I, I guess what I was yeah. What I was trying to problem. say is I think his character should have just been a bit more rambunctious to fit in. Because yeah. it would have been a more memorable performance too, right? right. If right. if the Baroness gave him something and he just gave it right back, that would have been a lot funnier to watch, honestly. <laughs> I guess so. That's true. Yes, ma'am, sorry I interrupted you. Um, hang on, I just had to reel back. Or, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yes, I had to reel back on, on the conversation about what I was going to say. Um, you know what I liked? How it didn't seem like any of the interac- interactions between the characters or actors seemed forced. Like, there there wasn't many scenes that I was like, mm, that seems weird. There was the odd one, but for the most of the time, it flowed very nicely. Like. The only time it ever felt forced for me was when the kids were screen, but like hmm. the kid actors, I yeah. They're, if they're not from, if they're not in Stranger Things, they're not Stranger Things kids. Yeah. So like, yeah. Also, Stranger yeah. Things kids aren't really kids anymore at this point. They're Probably, teenagers. Okay, we're talking about like when they were like season when they were one. Like, yeah, season one. <laughs> season and, one. I mean, Stranger Things kids. I can't yeah. comment on kid actors because I hate children. Okay. Um, I guess the uh, only other thing that I was gonna throw out was uh, when she sort of makes that first transition back to Cruella, and she's talking mm -hmm. with like Jasper and Horace, and she's she's just like unreasonably mean to them, right? Yeah. Like it it was. I felt like that was played up a bit too much, and that was a mistake from a writing point. Because, huh, that's like, as an audience, as an audience, you're okay with rooting for a bad guy, right? Sometimes that's even a feature. Sometimes you want to see someone just be a horrible, like, you want to see Person. them just give it to someone worse. So Best. it's kind of a feature. It's a feature that they're evil, but we root for them because they're good to a certain select amount of people that we're invested in. So I, I just could, like, my to finish my thought here. That, that's why Thanos was sort of like an empathetic character because we kind of got him. He cared about a certain amount of people in his own way. But when she's just being nasty to the people she's close to, it kind of leaves you feeling like kind of shitty, right? You just, well, why am I rooting? I you're being, you're, you're being, yeah, like stop it. I can, like, I can see where you're. Care about you. I can see where you're coming from, but then I think that was also probably a directorial or even writing choice. Exactly. Because it, you're trying to show. Was. You're you're basically trying to show that, basically, I I, I want to say maybe the multiple personality thing might like be a family thing to start, um, maybe. But and that's, I guess secondly, that's for. is it? Yeah. Secondly, like, like yeah, like I feel like they kind of established that. I mean, if we're looking at this from like a psychology perspective, she's probably like she probably has mood swings between bipolar. like the, yeah bipolar which, exactly, which is very real, right? Or a I, personality disorder. I know, yeah. I personally I know, know someone older who's bipolar, and they're exactly like that. Like, the one moment, they'll be your friend, they'll bake you cookies, and the other moment, they'd be like, get out of my house. You know, like, it's, but, like, it's just the way they are. You can't, See, you just have to yeah. le- learn to manage it, right? It's weird. I'm not going to be out here and try to armchair experts something I have no <laughs> idea how it works. I was just going to say. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what is our all our levels in psych? I think all of us have taken first year. Zero. Okay, Michael zero. Uchi first well, year. Did, yeah, first year. Oh no, Sam, this this isn't year? this isn't first year. But like, this isn't even about school. I'm just speaking from like experience. Like, 
No, when I'm, you... I'm just saying, like, we're trying to psychoanalyze this and oh, we don't have any experience. <laughs> I, oh, no, like, I do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm though. giving my experience. That's I'm just sharing yeah. what I've experienced. Like, you, it's something I, you have I, to I'm live not with. Saying, I'm not saying that it's invalid or that it was even, like, a unintentional writing choice. Like, it was very, they very clearly did that on purpose to sort of make, to show us how she's evil. But I think <laughs> that it was the wrong way to show us that she's evil because <laughs> yeah. what it did is it reduced my investment in her as a character, right? So it was an effective choice, but I think it was the wrong one. I, and that's See, my personal opinion. This is why so I, I draw, dream. this is why I draw the comparison between this and like the Joker movie. Because the Joker movie really shows that bipolarness as well. But the jo yeah. why a lot of people who deal with mental illness dislike the Joker movie is because the Joker movie gives reason to the bipolarness being caused by like his anger yeah. towards society. Was Whereas most people who are bipolar, it's not really like they're angry at anything. It's just it's just the way they are. Like you you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it they were upset with it because they felt like that movie made it feel like oh we we get mood swings because somebody was like someone's difficult with us at work today or something or the you know the world is evil and to I, us or whatever which isn't usually the case like they could have the nicest life but just mood swings right so i just have a question is joker was it bipolar or did he have like a borderline personality disorder because like my understanding oh. of bipolar and anyone of our listeners can correct me if i'm wrong here because like i said i only took first year psych is there's like two different types of bipolar there's like fast cycling bipolar or like uh where you have slower cycling bipolar and like uh, usually when people switch like that i thought it was more of a borderline personality disorder than it was like bipolar so with with the joker movie that one was kind of weird because what they did with that was um it was like a mishmash of like multiple um i guess personality it was never like, dick it was never dick he's crazy yeah it was like they they added every single thing that um like someone could deal with mentally with like mental illness and just put it all into one person and that's joker yeah. right okay. um, i just so. want to build on michael's point where he said how it, like that part just seemed to take you out of the movie like you know what i've been around some people who are Maybe not mentally sound. For someone to be that vicious towards someone, it's usually... It's it's a lot. It takes a lot for them to be, like, mm -hmm. that... Mean. Not vulgar. That mean. Like, I mean, others in moments in my life where I'm sure I've been that mean to someone. See, but usually that's... it takes a lot. And, uh, like, I personally felt like it took me out of the movie a little bit. Um, the other thing I wanted to say <clears> is... So, like Michael said, it's sometimes we like to root for the bad guy, and I like to think of it is is sometimes the villain is the one person the hero didn't didn't save, right? See or forgot to save. But then that's where your inexperience with people with mood swings comes in because you haven't experienced that yourself before. When you experience yeah, but... it, you'll know like oh that's how this works. Like because trust me, when you meet someone who's like that. Like it, it happens. It just it switches on you, and you're like, whoa! Like, what the hell? Like, you're like, you're you're in shock, and then eventually yeah. they come back to you later, and they're like, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry, and you're just gonna sit down and be like, huh? Like, what just happened? Do we like, want to capture yeah. the ugly reality, or do we want to tell a story? Exactly. That's, kind that's of like the compelling. So that's the question. Making a trade off there, right? I'm yeah. not like I understand that's how it is in reality. Mm -hmm. And I don't think portraying things realistically in this case was a good idea. I mean, they mm. had drop-kicking dogs for yeah! sake. <laughs> this is where it comes back. They had drop-kicking dogs. I don't know. I don't know. I just, um, I, yeah, I don't I know. I wanted to root for her full stop, but I was like, man, you're being mean <laughs> to the people that care about you. I can't, I can't in good conscience support this. Right. I watch you take out the big bad, but I'm like, I'm kind of <laughs> not really rooting for you anymore here. Right. They need her to be mean to her friends so she can learn to say sorry and forgive them at the end or something like that. You know how this movie's work. Yeah. See, but in like, this gosh. case, her saying sorry wouldn't solve the issue because she's that's who she is. She's gonna be mean to them eventually. Like that's just the the dynamic of that whole relationship would change going yeah. forward, right? Which is, I guess, that's their way of explaining why 
both Jasper and Horace are like they, they know she can be borderline abusive sometimes, but they just deal with it because I don't know. Yeah. It's just the way it is. It's if I you had a kid who was bipolar, as a parent, you'll have to deal with them kind of being, you know, like the way they are sometimes. But anyways, I digress. Um, yeah, what else What else is there to talk about this film? I don't know. Performances are awesome. The script isn't great, um, but the dialogue is. Mm-hmm. Or the plot isn't great, but the dialogue is. Um in particular, the Baroness did such a good job. I yeah. love her as she an She stole the show. <laughs> Emma Thompson, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Just the amount of contempt that she had for everybody around her was brilliant. She did <laughs> such a good job. I loved it. She was such a good villain. <laughs> yeah, she she was she was pretty good. I, the, I just when she cuts she cuts I guess Estella. And it says, oh, it holds up the hand. I want this color pointing to the blood. Get me that red. <laughs> that was like... so good. <laughs> I saw that. I was you like, yeah. You yeah. know where I kind of saw a little bit of crossover? And I don't know if you guys have seen Devil Wears Prada. But I saw very similar to Baroness and Meryl Streep's character in Devil Wears Prada. Especially that part of Fabrics. Get me that shade of red. Yeah. Um, I would say one character I really, really liked too was Artie's character. He was cool. I I don't know if he was the designer in the small shop that I got David Bowie vibes from him. He was that the voice like he was going for. I I just liked him as a character. Like he was he was decent. I, I thought he kinda had that um Oh my goodness, why am I forgetting? Uh, it'll come to me eventually. But he kind of had that kind of character you have in a film that exists to, I guess, be... He's kind of like that that character in a video game that kind of like friend. offers you help. Say he's not, a not, even, not really. I feel like he, he superseded like the game. Because I don't even think he... like. I think he played more of like a just free-spirited character, to be honest. But he he kind of played that character in, like, again, like I said, like a video game who kind of gives you the, like, he's like a merchant in the video game. Like, he kind of gives her the tools that she needs to succeed, if that makes sense. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, like a merchant no, in the video game. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, he's like a flamboyant merchant in a video game. That's 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 literally who he was in this movie. Okay, he's like the, um, the, I'm, sorry, I'm just going to... Confirm this. Uh, Artie is gay. Oh, yes. No, not that's yeah. that's not that's yeah. not the point yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> like if you couldn't tell, then your gay does broke us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but like. <Gator>. It's really <laughs> I have broke. not heard it's that t- totally in a long time. Oh my god. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I want to get back to the fact that Sam has used one of the most baffling. <laughs> you need a this, video game intervention. This man this is, a is a flamboyant merchant. <laughs> no, think you about it though. Who else was think a about it. Merchant. Think about who else was a flamboyant merchant? Genie at the beginning of Aladdin. Tupperware. <laughs> Still good. See, the argument could be made that Genie is actually a two spirited character as well. You don't know. Um, <laughs> Press X to interact. <laughs> think about it though, because she dies and comes back to life. Money. No, think about it logically. Think about it logically. She dies, quote unquote, and comes back to life. Who does she go to for the tools? The flamboyant merchant. Like, it makes sense <laughs> that she would do that. <laughs> what terminology is this? So okay, just to give listeners an idea of what is happening in my three screens I see while we're video chat recording this, Michael just looks unimpressed and Uchi is currently like cry laughing in the bottom left hand corner okay. of my screen. First of all, I don't think Michael plays games that do involve flamboyant merchants. 
What uh, video games do you play? Yes, Sam, I think we need more explanation on what you are playing. Yeah. Literally any any Assassin's Creed game has a flamboyant merchant. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest right off the bat. The Witcher had flamboyant merchants. I'm sorry, so are you telling me that Krua after leaving the flamboyant merchant? Clenched up a tower and then Swan drives into power. She had a parachute dress. Are you telling me the flamboyant merchant couldn't didn't make that? I'm just I'm just saying. No, that. she Actually, did. She did because she's a fashion genius. Okay, but the with the, the resources, with the resources provided by the flamboyant merchant, that's what I'm saying. Okay. This yep, podcast has rapidly gone down the drain. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know. Spiraling. This is stupid. Quickly. This is so stupid. Like, this is dumb as the dogs doing a backflip off the car. Anyways, my point is his character I enjoyed. He was a cool character. I didn't mind him. That, <laughs> that's my point. Okay. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I'll agree with you there. He was a good he was a good, <laughs> He's character. A good character. Yes. He was He's quite character. they were all good characters. There wasn't a bad character in the Except movie. for Mark Strong's character. Except for Mark Strong's character, who was forgettable. Yeah. But, but the problem I don't is know. He's one of those actors movie. that I just kind of give a pass. Okay, I, I do want to say He's something. He's one of the Kingsman is amazing. I do want to say something, though, to the whole... I feel like we've gotten to a point now where we don't need every villain to, like, have a backstory, if that makes sense. Like, a backstory movie. I, I feel like we're Here's getting to a thing. point now where it's unnecessary. It's... That's know. money. Money, 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 money. Here's the thing. Like what? What next? We're gonna get like a scar backstory, like you know, like yeah. That is a movie that needs to be made. Anyways, I don't know how they kill his parents, but they find a way. It's Disney. Mufasa did it. This is the same. Can I? Can I have thirty seconds uninterrupted here, Sam? It's all I need. Here's the thing. It's Disney. Disney likes money. They are the same company that charges us $30 every time they want to put out a new movie on their subscription, which we already pay $90 a year for. Enough said. Oh, and who also took over the super, took over Star Wars and have now given us movies like Solo and series Mandalorian. And now we're getting, you know, Bucky and whatever, the Falcon shows in WandaVision. Like, they're doing stuff like that. I think Disney making these movies explains so much. It's just just Disney. That's all the explanation you need. Uh, okay, two, like... two, two things. First, we're going to get an Ursula movie. You know it. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Second, um, apparently there's this article that came out the other day where J.J. Abrams was in an interview. This is on Star Wars Note, where he said, maybe it would have been a good idea to actually have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know something. You know something. Maybe it would have been a good idea to have you know left something? Star Wars being made in the seventies and eighties, where the sound guy wore pink short shorts. You know what? Maybe never made I, else. I dare Disney to do something, and I like this is a dare that I hope. I really hope this picks up steam on like Twitter or wherever, and like some like there's just a petition for Disney to do it. They need to do a backstory for the voodoo man from Princess and the Frog. I want to see that. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know that why. would be good. <laughs> Terrifying, but good. They would have to do some like very hoodoo voodoo, like dark. You know they're gonna make him Jamaican or something. I just, I just want, I just yeah. want to know how they would do that. I am, I'm very curious. Wait, was Princess and the Frog even that popular? It was their attempt at making a black princess that wasn't even a princess. And everyone yeah, so hated them for it. It's not going to make it live action because they need to make live action a proper Oh, no. That... But if they make him cool, like, like you get what I mean? Like, it just depends on how it's pitched, right? Okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're missing... Uh, I didn't say my point the way I wanted to say it. The reason why we're getting all these live actions of, like, old cartoons and all that stuff, right? It's because mm-hmm. they're just backing off of, like the name recognition like let's yeah. be honest how many people would watch they'll be like hey we're gonna make a movie about two evil people in 1970s britain 
trying to be trying to out evil each other using fashion probably wouldn't um, draw as many people in i was gonna say yeah. they did that already it was called devil's wear Pro- kind of like devil's wear Pro- oh my god wow. devil wears prada thank yeah. you yes <laughs> and then let's say you just throw on the name cruella and how many more people do you get in it's like oh it's the origin story of exactly. the film. yeah, yeah. that's it fair. is 100 percent the name recognition they can tell whatever story they want really mm-hmm. and then yeah they just it's... have to slot it in the right place like it's That's how true. even though it's like the origin the backstory of the origin story for Cruella Deville, at no point do you ever believe that this version of Cruella is ever gonna skin a puppy. Mm-hmm. So it's true. I just wanna say something. If magically COVID goes away, with this movie coming out this year, I can now repurpose my fifth grade Cruella Deville cape from Halloween and go as Cruella <laughs> Deville this Halloween. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, sure. go for it, I guess. Yeah. That is one thing. I think Cruella yeah, will be we're, very we're, popular. We're pretty much done. You. Michael's we ready to go to bed. Of, we are out. <laughs> yes. Um, Alright, cool. cool. This is done. Like, you guys are arguing about mood swings for like 10 minutes. I zoned out. <laughs> oh no, I just, I just wanted to clarify that because, I mean, oh, you know, you, done? we yes. want our What have list. you done, OG? See, I just wanted to clarify that because I know we have listeners and we need to be aware that what we do say impacts people who listen to us too. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just trying to cover yeah. those bases, basically. But That's yeah. why I straight up said I am, I'm not going to try to psychoanalyze someone. I don't mm-hmm. know nothing about psychology. That's why through that section, I was just quiet. I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to throw out and my opinion out there. It's stupid. And was just like, <laughs> correct me if I am wrong on this, but this is my understanding of this. Um, yeah, but anyways. All right, cool. We well, go. Cruella DeVille, or just Cruella as the title is. Go check it out. I think it was decent. So It was pretty it was okay. <laughs> it's a movie. I wouldn't... It's not a movie I'd pay full price for, but it's a movie that was like, I'm not. I'm you know, that I watched it. It's a it's a movie you gotta enjoy watching at the time and never think about ever again. Exactly. Here's the thing. Wait for it to come off premier premier access. Yeah, yeah which is like August. Yeah, it comes off. Well, it August comes off that premier. far away. Yeah, it comes off that in August. So yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's not enough interesting in this movie to really care about spoilers. You're not gonna miss the online buzz either way, so just watch it whenever you do. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, cool. Uh, we will catch you next week for I don't know what we're reviewing next week. It, who knows? We'll just discuss it after yeah. the end this. Also, apparently, some people have already seen the Fast and Furious movie. I I don't know how, but that's happening. Yeah, viewers. So, yeah. I am just gonna do putting this on air while we're still recording. Mm-hmm. If we do Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. Michael got to veto. No, no, I'm Zach's... I'm vetoing your veto. We are doing that movie. <laughs> We're no, I'm not. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying. Uh, Michael I was about got to, to say. veto watching Zack Snyder's whatever. Cut. <laughs> oh, so I'm using my veto on Fast. Yeah, Nine. you can go. You are getting. Yes, go. you can go. You can. You what, take you your horse and you just ride into the sunset. We yeah, that's fine. We don't care. That's okay. Take your take your zombie horse and ride faster than the helicopter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can go. I mean, oh, here's the goodness. reality. We know I'm gonna watch it and hate on it anyway, so I probably won't end up. And I would have. I would have fought you the entire episode. Like I don't care. I you win. You have a veto. Well, yes, but no. No, but yes, but actually. Did no. you hear from Malawi? Right? Yeah. is vetoing Ukraine's veto. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 Pam literally just did is like running into like an assault rifle fight with the pistol. Like you just no. We're gonna be like, no, we'll miss you. We're just like, yeah, go. <laughs> we, because you guys don't need that level of negativity that day in your life. That's or, or like we'll just ignore you the entire time and talk about how fun it was. It. We, I think we could use some hate. It'll keep it interesting. Or, or I'm gonna watch it 
and be completely proven wrong and actually really enjoy watching it. So stand by for change. I think Cam assumes I think the movies are brilliant. No, I think they're very they're stupid. None of us do. To watch. Yeah. Like, as None long as do. Ronda Rousey is not in this one, I'm fine. Okay, Ronda, Rou- Ronda Rousey was only in for like five minutes in one movie. Like, it's like... wrecked the whole movie. Hold up, I'm sorry. I don't understand what's with Pam fighting every other blood. That's Ronda true. This Rouse, is very true. Scarlett Johansson. Did Emma, you say you hate Jennifer Lawrence? Emma Watson as well. Emma no, Watson. Emma Watson. Emma Watson's not blonde. Sam, Sam, I'm going to dye my hair blonde. Sam, <laughs> no. then you're not a natural blonde, Eugene. Everyone will fight me next. It's only natural blondes. Whatever, let's call it. We're just done. Let's yes. Let's All right. We will catch you next week for our next film, which is to be Ooh, determined. Nice. So, yeah. Pretty much. Bye, Alicia. Yep. Bye. Bye.